Actually petty radio on your stereo Don't compare us to anything, this a different scenario We break records while we pushing the culture forward Great music and big vibes right in that order Intellectually petty radio on your stereo Don't compare us to anything, this a different scenario We break records while we pushing the culture forward Great music and big vibes right in that order And you are now tuned into another episode of Intellectually Petty Radio brought to you by M3S3 Clothing. Men make moves and suckers stand still. And as always, on the mighty, mighty, mighty Nerf DJs Radio Network. Shout out to you. Shout out to your family, man. Hopefully you having a hopefully. Hopefully, you're having a good day. Maybe I can turn that into a great one. If you're not having such a hot day, maybe we can turn that around a little bit. Anyway, what up, though, to all my people in Detroit? This is your man, Jobs, and I am your host. And as always, man, nothing, nothing, nothing but legends, at least on this show. I don't know about yours. I don't know about your people's, but I can tell you about Intellectually Petty Radio. It's legends only over here, and tonight is absolutely no exception. If you own a gun and you black, you need to tap in with Mark Chapo. If you don't own a gun and you want to own a gun and you black, you need to tap in with Mark Chopper. When I say this man is the apex of knowing about guns in our community, I'm not just fucking with you. It's not hyperbole. It's not bullshit. It's all facts. Shout out to you, King. What's going on, bro? Hey, brother. How you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. How about yourself? I'm doing pretty good. I know you've told the story about the justifiable homicide a million times. Yeah. But walk walk me through that. Um all right, so start from the start from the beginning. Um been a bodyguard since I was sixteen years old, youngest uh bodyguard, bouncer, uh security uh in the DC area. Um I started working uh pop up shops. Like that's cannabis pop up shops, Hobby Four Twenty, um, because in D.C. they started like normalizing these big cannabis uh pop ups in the D.C. area. So we got a couple contracts in D.C. Um, I built up a team, built up a team about ten to fifteen guys. Um, that particularly particular day of the Justify Homicide, it was my wife's birthday. Mm-hmm. And I had took my wife out, of course, took her out for seafood. Um, went to go drop her off because I wanted to go check on my guys because my guys was working the uh one of the cannabis spots. So she dropped my wife off. She didn't want me to go. It was it was her birthday. Um, but I went anyway. Some told me to go check up on my guys. So I went to go to the pop-up shop. Everything was good. It was, you know, a normal day. Um, I was actually about to head out and head back. You know, my guys was good. Everything was good. Uh, as I was leaving, one of the vendors, uh, that was in the, in the pop-up shop, they was going to their vehicle. He had a bodyguard there. He had, uh, and it was another guy. 
Um, so I said, I'm just going to go ahead, you know, make sure they all right. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm standing there on the corner. All I hear was, black truck, four guys hopped out on a ski mask, and they had guns. The bodyguard they had hired, he ran up the street, man, left his left his uh, client there <laughs> for dead. <laughs> wow. And uh, one of the guys had a gun on me, and he was telling me to get on the ground. Um, he was like, man, if you don't get on the ground, and it was like a split second, like I had to make a decision, you know, had to make a decision whether to, you know, comply or, 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 de- or defend myself. Because, you know, when somebody got a pistol on you, it's like kind of a fight or flight uh, yeah. kicks in. And I wasn't getting on the ground. Especially when there's like four guys with guns and stuff. I didn't know their intentions. I didn't know what they was capable of. I didn't know how dangerous they were. Um, so I drew my drew my firearm and I fired about eight nine shots, and I ended up uh ended up killing one of the dudes that was uh involved in the robbery. So yeah, yo, quick I, question. Quick question. What happened to what the other three do? They, uh, I know there was a couple shots fired back. I, like I can literally hear the the rounds like flying past. It was crazy, like shoo, shoo, you know. Um, but they, for the most part, they they was they was gone, man. They they they, they got out of there, bro. Yeah, they got out of there. The person that the one that had the gun on me, he he was the one that that uh lost his life that night. At any point did that bother you? Not not that you defended yourself, but that in defending yourself you had to kill somebody. Yeah, bro. Yeah, man, it bothers me to this day. I don't think I, anyone's ever asked asked me that question before. <laughs> yeah, I've been through that's... some shit in life, bro, and sometimes even though you may have to do some shit, it don't mean that you it it sits well with you. No, man. Uh of course, the PTSD. I'm, I'm. You know, there's definitely some severe trauma there. You know, just sleeping at night. You know, uh, kind of re- constantly, constantly reliving that that situation. And especially me being a, a big brother in the community and a mentor in the community, a mentor in in the community for for younger black men. It bothers me. Yeah, yeah it bothers me. I'm sorry to hear and, that, bro. Yeah, no, and um, after after this, after the, all that happened, it was like I became like almost like obsessed with the the obsessed with the the young kid, the young man. Where well, he was 24 years old, you know, mm. I just kind of just looking at his page. You know, seeing who he was affiliated with, who was he? You know, who was this young brother? And it turns out, you know, my <laughs> the city is so small, this world is so small. You know, he was, oh, uh, he was like best friends with one of my female cousins. You know, <laughs> um, so just to kind of, just kind of show you, man, you just you, 
just never know who is who out here. Yeah, you we we all make decisions, bro. Yeah, yeah. You I, live I, and die with those. Yeah, you live you live and die with it for sure. Yeah, and um, yeah. no, but but I, if I can, you know, like I said, I'll relive the situation. It, it, my decision would be the same. It, I can go over and over and over it in my head. I could replay it as many times as I want, but I would have still chose to defend myself because. You know, the fact of the matter, I don't, I don't know you, you right? Know? And I was taught, don't pull out your gun unless you're gonna use it. Yeah, yeah. What, what was what was the first gun you 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 purchased? I purchased oh, the first gun I had. Well, let's go to the first gun you had. All right, first gun I had was a thirty-eight special. I was fourteen <laughs> years old, and I stole it from my uncle Luke. <laughs> Get it, get it. I'm just, I had to do that. Yeah, and I, I, I ended up. Um, it's funny. It's a funny story because I ended up telling him about it about a couple years ago, and I replaced it. It was a 38 special. I replaced it with a 357. So, of course, when I was able to replace it, you know, and he was like, he was so like shocked because he said he blamed, <laughs> he blamed a friend of his, you oh, know, wow. yeah. That's but crazy. I made, I made things right with him. You I know, stole I tried to, my mother's thirty-eight right. back in the day when I was a teenager. Yeah, and, and I, I didn't know fight. nothing about no nothing about guns back then. Only from what I, you know, learned from the streets and stuff. You know, did you shoot it? No, I never shot that gun. <sighs> I, yeah, I, I, I was fourteen I, years old. It actually, it was stolen from me. We're not stolen. My big brother actually bullied me for it, you know. <laughs> well, yeah, so yeah, it was very short lived. <laughs> yeah, man. Okay, so the first the first firearm you purchased and fired that was AR fifteen. As soon as I, uh, and that was only a few years ago, man. You know, I didn't know. I never knew that I can. Oh, what am I talking about? No. Okay, first gun I fired. No, that's not right. Okay, I, the, my first legal firearm was a few years ago. Okay. But it was prior to that, I, you know, I was buying guns, you know, off the street. I didn't know anything about, you know, permits and stuff like that. So I've, I've never, I stole my mother's 38 when I was a teenager. Oh wow, man! We, we so it's relatable. <laughs> oh man, I got into a fight story. with a guy at a pizza spot around the block from the house. Actually, won the fight, but I was just so angry. I went home, grabbed my mama thirty-eight. I'm running through this field to go back up to this pizza spot, and as soon as I hit the field, I hear the police coming. <laughs> just just left the gun right there in the field and, and dipped. Are you serious? You left the gun there? Left it. Left it. And I didn't tell my mother this story till I was probably I don't know fucking thirty five years old. Yeah, that's, that's that sounds about right. That was around the time I confessed to my to my yeah. death. She was still shitty with me. Yeah. I didn't buy her a three fifty seven though. But. Yeah, you got well, you know you got to make it right with mom. Yo, so you do a lot of shit in the community. Yeah, it's 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 a lot a lot is gun related. 
Was yeah. that the catalyst, the uh, the justifiable homicide, or were you doing things like this beforehand? Well, that was the um, I would say that was like a pivotal moment for me where um, I felt like I I needed to educate myself. It started off as me me just learning because you know I, the firearm was a uh, unregistered. You know the firearm was a uh, unregistered. I had to go to court. You know, of course it was. You know, I had to go to. I just killed a man in D.C., Washington D.C. So, and I didn't know there was. Uh, we had self-defense laws, cause I didn't know. You know, I didn't know much about um, getting your permits, concealed carry. I didn't know what a CCW was. You know, um, that just shows you like the lack of firearm education in the black community because most of my friends, you know, or the people I grew up with, my brothers, like we didn't. It was. We didn't know much about firearms, so yeah. so of course, as I educated myself, you know, I ended up getting a permit. So I'm like, oh wow, that wasn't you know that wasn't too bad, and I used that as an opportunity to kind of spread the word, mm-hmm. helping other people get their permits and helping helping other people train and stuff. So that was you know how i started like making firearm content so a couple years ago in my city washington dc they were like uh two children that got killed Mm -hmm. um uh pj and uh, a michaela it was like 12 years old and it was like an eight year old and it really messed with me really bad you know because i'm promoting guns i'm promoting you know, firearms. And I said, you know what? I got to do more than, than talk about guns. I got to try to bring my people together. I got to, you know, spread some love and, and, and really mentor the youth. Try to, you know, just stand up and, and, and do something. Because I was like, it, it messed me up pretty bad. Mm-hmm. So, that's exactly what I did. I, I started, you know, I started, you know, um, build building a, a training grounds where we bring in inner city kids to come out and teach them de-escalation, how to de-escalate the situation. Because a lot of times these killings, they're from, they're from a situation that could have been avoided, you know, something Man. so small. Man. So that's what we did, and we taught. Uh, we've been teaching self-defense, you know. We've been teaching archery. We've been teaching um, real estate and you know financial uh, literacy, and just trying to give uh, these kids something, inner city kids, something that no one's ever taught them. Because I know it was never taught to me. Mm-hmm. So, is this just in the D.C. area, or have you expanded beyond that? Well, the D.C. area is considered D.C. Oh, somebody must be calling you. Uh, it's, it's funny because I'm actually in Louisiana right now, and we're trying to expand. Um, yeah, I have someone that's um, investing into because she believes in what I do, mm-hmm. and we're trying to expand. We're trying to build up the chopper community to where as though we're yeah, we're trying to reopen it, we're trying to 
spread it around the world. I don't know what just happened. Did somebody just call you? Hello? This, hello? Hello? Can you hear me? I can't hear you. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I can't hear you. Hold on. I can hear her whispering. Hold on. I can't hear this. Everything went. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, it, it, yeah. He froze. I can't hear you. Hold on. All right. Yeah. For some reason, it just. Uh, hello? Yeah. Okay. Hello. Hear you. Yeah, I can. I'm not sure. Wow, that sucks. Because I could tell something was different. Because yeah, yeah, the the the, the tone of his voice changed. No, I don't know. And I know sometimes when people get calls, it screws things up a little bit. No, 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 no. Hold on, let me try to. I'm gonna leave and come back. All right, do what you gotta do, bro. Boy, this has been one tough ass interview. I am not gonna lie, man. Um, wow, I, 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 I you could tell that that the, the 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 pain that this situation has caused him, though, man. I feel horrible for the brother. Um, on the one hand, you know, you it's a blessing because you you hear to tell the story, and you don't know what people Hello, you are capable me? of. Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Oh. Does he want to re- try to reconnect? Oh. Uh, wow. Um, hello? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Hello, hello, hello. Hold on. Yeah. Ah. <sighs> Like usually, like if I have more than one person, you hear me now? Yeah, I can definitely. Hello, hello. Yeah. What is going on? Yeah. I don't know. Are you muted? Am I muted? I don't. uh, Hello, hello. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Like that's something I can't fix on my end. And trust me, I've been over here. You can hear clicking and everything. I'm trying to, you know, it's a couple of things I can do. I have done everything. And we was doing just fine. Like, I don't I don't understand Hello? what happened. Yeah. You hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, I don't know. I don't know what just happened. Yeah, I, I don't know. You can hear me, though? Yeah, I can hear you now. All right. You know what? I think the uh, the Bluetooth had went to the, to the earbuds. Oh. So it yeah. just had just connected. All right, that's, all, right. all right, that's that's cool. All right, and so and I can hear her in the background telling you to say something about the chopper community. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Don't, don't, yeah. It's talk, talk to me. Tell me about the chopper community. Well, she wants me to tell uh, tell you about. You know, I I wasn't trying to make this announcement yet, but. Uh, you know, but we're all reopening in the job community. <laughs> Damn, bro, you act like you selling crack or something, man. Hey, Talk to nah. me. <laughs> no, because I, I wanted to. Um, I I didn't want to put really put it out there until it's hundred percent official. You know, I get everything, uh, the the permits and everything. So, 
But we are definitely reopening in the chopper community. What is the chopper community? Uh, the chopper community is is a community. You know, uh, uh, we welcome all walks of life, and we believe that armed society is is a uh, polite society. You know, we're we're teaching all families. You know, spreading love, uh, being kind, being armed, and being trained, and we're training as a unit. You know, where we we it's it's like um it's like one big family. It's like one big family and we're training together. You know, to let me ask, let me ask you this. Yeah. Uh, we we got we got more school shootings and mass shootings than anybody on the planet, any yeah. country on the planet. Um the gun community definitely gets their panties in a bunch when anybody says anything about making stricter gun laws. I can understand that. I yeah. can also understand the other side too. Is there yeah. a happy medium? A happy medium? Yeah. Is there some like some some other laws that the gun you think the, that would that would work to to alleviate or at least minimize some of the gun violence that we have? I mean, gun control that that <laughs> you know originally that was the for for black people, you know. Yeah, that was the, that was that was a, to stop us from being armed. Gun control only affects the law-abiding citizens. That doesn't that doesn't stop a criminal from buying a, getting a gun off the street and and performing criminal acts. You know, I gun control isn't 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 the that's not the solution. You know, I believe the solution is is you know educate. Eva, please, Eva, please. I believe, I believe the solution is, you know, <laughs> well, so, you know, what, educating. What's you know, Eva's solution? Eva, what's your solution, please? Well, let's. <laughs> yeah, she says armed security protecting our children. I absolutely agree with that. Guns you know, don't fix cowards. Yeah, yeah. And and just like my man's bodyguard dipped on him, just like though a whole police department in Texas was in a school with an active yeah. shooter and sat there. Yeah. You yeah. know, like you can have all the security that like, you, you a bullet and, and a gun is not gonna fix a coward. Yeah. You, you can still be a I coward. You just be a a very well armed coward. Oh, well, oh, I like that, man. I like that. Yeah, just like, saying, you know, yeah. I, I hear that all the time, you know, more security. I don't want no teacher with a gun. You know, like it, it's bad enough we, we pay people to, to, to carry guns and call them police officers and they shooting us. I damn sure don't want a teacher, but I don't want to take away people's gun rights either. Yeah. See, that's that's. See that's the thing though, you know, we how are children the mo the the least protected? You know, literally like how are how is someone easily uh it's so easy for someone to walk up into a school and and shoot up a school? So I mean, there there needs to be some type of procedure. You know, we have you know fire alarms and fire drills, and why don't we have drills for? For a school shooter, you know, some sort, some sort of uh, solution put in put in place because that's a fuck that's a it, fucked up thing, bro. Yeah, and, and it we is, do, but 
it's a we do. fucked up world, man. <laughs> so I'm starting to wonder, is it the fucked up United States or is it a fucked up world? I believe it's a fucked up world because I mean we let's let's not ignore, you know, how, how messed up things are from in different other countries as well. You know. So Yo, how did you uh totally off subject, but how'd you end up fucking with, with Black Rambo? Oh man. Um so Black Rambo plays a, a big part, a huge part in me becoming a gun enthusiast, you know. Because I remember um seeing a video of Black Rambo with all these guns and rapping. And me and my boy was like, what? You could do that? You know, because there's always been a stigma in the black community on firearms. Like, we didn't even think that was possible. We didn't even think we can own that amount of guns. You know, we didn't, you know, so he kind of just kind of woke me up as far as, you know, posting your guns on, you know, online and stuff. But other people do it. Other races do it. You know, there's white gun enthusiasts. There's there's white um uh you you got the two way community majority white, and it's been like that, you know, for a while. And it's just good to see, you know, our people catching up and getting with the program. Um, so I remember I had redid a video. I did a gun rap, and it went crazy. You know, it went crazy. It went viral. And Black Rambo had commented under the video. And um, so I hit him up. You know, I said, hey, bro, you know, I want to, I want to, um, what is it going to take for, for us to, you know, shoot a video together? You know, and he gave me a, you know, he was like, just give me a couple of dollars. You know, it was some, it was some short shit. I was like, what? Because, you know, it, Black Rambo's <laughs> big, you know, in the two-way community, Man. you know? So I'm thinking he was going to say some crazy off-the-wall number. You know, and it was some short shit. It was affordable. I said, you got it. I said, where you at? When can I come? He was in Louisiana. The next day, I got on the road. Me and my boy, Zoe, and uh, my brother, uh, J2 Funny. Shout out to J2 Funny. He's a comedian in the DMV area. So we yeah. had got on the road, went to go see Black Rambo, and ended up being, you know, more than just a, a video that we were doing. We actually clicked immediately you know we clicked immediately man we became very good friends one of my bestest friends actually um we spent a few days it was just you know i was just supposed to come down there and do a video and that was it mm. and we ended up going to eat some crawfish and, and eating alligator i never had alligator before i never spent any time in louisiana before i ate some what that tastes like oh man it's delicious man <laughs> yeah it's delicious that yeah. crawfish shit was horrible to me, bro. I went down you to New like Orleans. You didn't like crawfish? No, I went down to New Orleans a couple of years ago, man. Uh -huh. And that was like, I enjoyed everything but the food. The food was just ass everywhere. Oh, man, you got to go to. The, okay, so I will say this. You you got to go to the right places, though. You know, because I've had some bad crawfish. I had, oh, uh, I had some, 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 uh, alligator that I wasn't, um, too fond of. So, but you got to go to, to you got to get with somebody that knows where to go. Yeah, I'm gonna have to try that the next time because I'm I'm definitely gonna go back because I it was one of the most beautiful places I've ever visited. I think I lost five pounds though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was no, it's definitely one of the beautiful, most beautiful places. I'm I'm yeah. here now. And you you've seen the view? Like it's just yeah, it's well well needed, man. 
as well. So y'all doing a video down there now? Well, no, we just um, like I said, we're one of uh, uh someone who who believes in the chop community. She's one of one of my good friends, one of my best friends, and she she wants to um get the chopper community up and running. So we're down here. We're we're just kind of you know relaxing, really getting some content. She just got fifty guns uh delivered, <laughs> like so we're you know trying out some of the some of the new weaponry. Uh, and yeah, we're just 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 taking a taking a moment, you know. Because like I said, I was going through like some health issues and stuff, and she's been telling me to come down here. She's been going through some health uh, issues, and my my boy Zoe Chopper is actually here as well. Zoe Chopper, you want to come say hey? Shout out to Zoe Chopper. Yeah, Zoe Chopper is my best friend. Yeah, that, that, uh, that he's a sounds pretty through this as well. All right, what's going on, everybody? What up, though? What's going, What's going on? on? Yeah, we down here living it, man. Oh, I, I can't imagine. 50 guns? Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Stuff all over the place, man. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, how, how many guns do you own? Is that? A, can I ask that? Yeah, yeah. So, me me personally, I own about 90-something guns. Nigga, the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> I seen the pictures and shit. Like, the one when you was outside, you got guns laid everywhere. Uh, the one, what, what, what did you you put you uh, wrote out in letters? What is it? Come in. Oh yeah, uh huh, yeah. No, that oh that video. I mean that picture right there. That one is crazy. You know, I was just having some fun. A lot of these concerts, a lot of the concerts, I just be, you know, putting stuff together and having fun with it. And I don't even realize how, you know, how <laughs> how crazy it's gonna go on the internet. You know, whereas though I'm now I'm a full time gun enthusiast. I'm a full time content creator. So. And what with me, like I've always uh I, I try to make sure that I always do my part to help black folks know about guns. Yeah, yeah. You know, I've had Jada Shooter on, um, Black Owned Gun Magazine on. Um, you know, I've always tried always trying to make sure that I'm I'm putting something out there because I do a lot of goofy shit too, but I want to yeah. make sure that I, I put something out there that's gonna help us as a people. Um who's a better shot between you and Zoe? Uh, Zoe, Zoe's a lot uh, quicker when it comes to drawing his handgun. Uh-huh. Um, but as far as long range shooting with rifles and stuff, I got that hands down. I I can shoot a thousand yards with AK forty seven. A thousand with a K? With a K. Is this with a scope on it? Is just just no? I don't know. On sights, on sights. Yeah. Nigga, what? How effective is that? Uh, I don't say it's pretty effective. <laughs> That's you know, a long ass play. I, I trust my eyes sights before I, I read that or scope any day. Best bullet That's, you got? You know. Hmm. Best bullet. Best bullet. Yeah. Hmm. You know, I don't. I can't. I can never categories. Uh, category. Uh, categorize. Uh, any of my firearms or, or bullets, man, or rounds. They, I, I, they all my favorite, man. <laughs> They all the best, <laughs> but I'm okay. AK forty seven seven six two. That's that's my go to. That's why I keep I keep two choppers by the bedside, man. <laughs> okay, so let's say my 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 daughter wants to get a weapon. It's her first weapon. What you recommend? So I recommend your daughter get some training, go to a range with her dad, and try out different guns because what. 
may work for me, may not work for her. You know, or may work for you, may not work for her. So you got to, because our hand sizes are so much different, you know. Yeah. Um, whether it's, uh, you know, something may may be comfortable to me, may not be comfortable to her. So she really has to, you know, go to the range with her, with her pops and try out a few and see which one she likes, which is which one is comfortable for her. I, of course, been, definitely start off with a smaller caliber. I've been trying. Um, my middle daughter, actually, she even went to the range a few times. Mm-hmm. But And I'm like, look, I will pay for the training. I, mm-hmm. I even reached out to people I know. Hey, where can I get, you know, in her area? And nothing. Well, um, area, because, you know, with the, the child community, you know, we, we, what's so wonderful about it, we offer free training for the children. Children do not pay at our range. Well, it's oh, not even a range. It's a. I'm old, a nigga. My kids is probably your age. Well, they ain't no damn, kids. How, how old are you? <laughs> I'm fifty-one. Oh man, you looking good, brother. Psh, these bones don't feel it. <laughs> I know. You see what I'm going through. I'm like, I'm a little too. I'm, I'm so young to be dealing with daggone kidney problems and stuff. You know, I um, I bet you Keith, my my guy Keith in Detroit is like uh. The, the perfect human being. He eats everything right. The, you know, the karate genius. The, he probably could help you out with your diet. Yeah, yeah. Well, send him my way, man. I absolutely will. Because a lot, especially with you, with the kidney and stuff, like a yeah. lot of that shit is fixable. Yeah, for sure. You know, um, but yeah, they're in the Detroit area. So if you know anybody that does any training in the Detroit area, and is there anything that I can do to help y'all with the chopper community? Um, just follow the chopper community, share our posts, and and just spread the word. You know, because it's like you know I can create this crazy content, and you know it gets millions of views. But when I talk about you know the positive stuff that we're doing in the chopper community, it doesn't get the recognition. Recognition. That it should get because we're doing a lot of positive uh, stuff with with the youth and just teach them archery, you know, teach them how to defend themselves, teach them how to de-escalate a possible um, violent situation, and just mentoring uh, the youth. You know, I feel like when we post uh, these things that we're doing, it doesn't it doesn't get the uh, the numbers. It doesn't do the numbers that it should be be getting. Are the are, are you are, are the kids making the videos or are you making the videos? No, I make the videos. You gotta look. How about just just my two cents? Letting the kids make some videos. That's not a bad idea. You know, because I think that 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 they would be it's their generation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're absolutely right about that. Yeah. So that's um, what we try to. I guess that's why. You know. um like you said, it's their generation. We 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 try to be as relatable as as we can with the kids. You know, sometimes you know, my content could be like a little, you know, um, unorthodox or you know a little crazy. But uh, we we, you know, I'm I'm from where they're from. So, and I try to I don't I don't try to you know, be somebody else. I I you know I I clean up my content a little bit, but. It's definitely relatable to to the youth. Absolutely, I mean, it's relatable to an old nigga like me too, because I'll be a kid <laughs> rolling. Yeah, 
like this shit. I, I enjoy the shit. Like you know, I appreciate and you, man. That's why I've been bugging you so long. Like you ain't been bugging me, brother. But <laughs> um, no, but I, I appreciate you because it's like you know you reached out to me several times, and I, I have so much going on, you know. And um, when I when I see someone that's you know actually you know genuinely interested in hearing my story and and uh, having a conversation with me. It, it means a lot, you know, because someone could just find out about me and like, oh, I want to do an interview with you, you know. Um, I'm like, no, nah, I'm not, I'm not that, I'm not that easy, you know, because <laughs> 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 I hey. put a lot of hard work into Facts. building a brand, you know. Yeah. But, but uh, yeah, it means a lot when the brothers is genuinely persistent in having a conversation. I mean, well, you know, I, I, I do, you know, I ask a few questions behind the scenes to other people that, yeah. you, you know, you may, we may both know and like, dude, it's a good dude, you know, yeah. um, and the information is needed. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, I like I say, that, I, you know, you, you gotta, you gotta, I put out some bullshit sometimes, but you gotta put out a, more good shit. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Well, you gotta grasp the audience attention, you know, and then you could drop the drop some gems in there, you know. Because yeah. there's a lot of content I just I drop just for merely entertainment, you know. But then I drop some I drop something meaningful in there, something educative, you know, something you can you can take and, and learn from and spread it. So, what's the most important piece of content from your standpoint that you've put out? Um. The chopper community, the chopper community alone, everything it stands for, you know. And that's how you just, what? I'm sorry to cut you off, but no, you good. No good. How 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 do? You, I'm trying to figure out how to word this, like, but I'm I'm absolutely you. You wouldn't be where you where you are without the support of your woman. Oh yeah, absolutely yeah. But at some point, is it too much for her? Um, oh yeah, I mean, the, the, as far as like, cause you know, my wife is this backbone, you know, I, the administrative stuff, you know, and, you know, the scheduling, you know, I don't have an assistant or anything like that. So it, it, you know, it falls on my wife. So it's a lot, but, but, you know, we, we came from a, a place where we don't ever want to go back, you know? Me and my wife been been homeless before, you know. Really? And so, so it's like we'd rather, you know, bust our ass and and really, you know, put in the work and and be where we are than than ever go back to. Let me let me ask you this because I did not know that the first yeah. when you when you first realized we're not going to have a place to stay. What's that first conversation with your wife like? I'll tell you one thing. Um, so it, it it wasn't even a conversation. It was uh, it was more so uh, it was just going back to that 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 thought process I was in, and it was like I remember uh, you know breaking down the tears, and I said I'll never allow this to happen again. This would never, this would never happen again, you know. And two weeks later, we 
I made sure we got a spot, you know. I um, but it was it, it was a it was a it was a it was a bad space, you know. <laughs> yeah, man, that was that's the foundation shit right there, though. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, man. I remember, man. I remember like it was yesterday. That's when you know you got a soldier out. Oh yeah, for sure. I don't know. My my wife. People don't realize, you know, we've been um, you know, we known each other since high school. You know, she, she's, she go wherever I go. You know, if I say, baby, we, I'm, I'm going to go travel through hell. She, she coming right beside me. You know, I, <laughs> she's gonna be there wherever I go. She's gonna be there. Hmm. That, you're about to make me cry up in here. <laughs> yeah, she's a real trooper, man. You know, she's she's a she. I couldn't ask for a more loyal, more you know, just a, a soldier, a, a soldier for love. Like, ain't not ain't nothing, and nobody or nothing can. You can't say nothing about me. You can't. You can't. <laughs> you know, you can't come up with some some way to break us apart. She ain't, <laughs> she, 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 it ain't gonna happen. You know, mm-hmm. she just she ain't she ain't going. She just just not. She is not leaving my side. She is a real soldier for us. Shout out to her, man. Yeah, Mrs. Chopper. Yeah, Mrs. Chopper, shout out to you and thank you for 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 loaning Mr. Chopper to us for a little bit. Yeah, you know, well, she's um, back home, so but she's probably watching. Who knows? She, <laughs> <laughs> she probably like get the audio together. Damn, this nigga's horrible. I know, I know. So I'm usually home when I have everything set up, you know. So so I apologize again about that. Oh man, you know, but they yeah. did the best best they could uh, to. You know, accommodate me for this interview because I told them how important it was because I said I already stood them up because you know they was like, well, why don't you just reschedule? I said, absolutely not. I said I, done, I said I done stood them up already because I was in the hospital and uh, this brother has been you know reaching out, um, trying to have a conversation with me for a while. So, bro, I've been doing this for so long, man. Like I didn't had some of everything happen, so this shit doesn't. It doesn't, you know. It is what it is. People got lives. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, and I don't, I'm not a rich person, so you're not about to get rich off this interview. Uh, you, you know, you ain't ain't about to go buy no Lamborghini for me. <laughs> so I appreciate any energy that people offer me, man. So and thank the people in the room that's there. Um, I appreciate your time and your energy, the young lady that was helping. Shout out to you. Appreciate yeah, that. Um, that's Eva. And, that's and, and Eva. You want to say hey, Eva? <laughs> Okay. Give you Eva know. her flowers. Uh, Eva deserves oh. all her flowers, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Yo, y'all enjoy the guns too, man. What what yeah. what haven't you shot that you want to? What haven't I shot? Hmm. <laughs> I can't I <laughs> There's somebody in the background. I can't even repeat what she has said. She, she I, I, knock yourself. I want to hear what she said. She, Do you want to repeat what you said? 
A cop. <laughs> she said a cop. <laughs> that was her. That was her joke, guys. Not mine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, we try to build a build a bridge with law enforcement. The know? the the thoughts and so, sentiments of my guests and the people in that role are not intellectually petty radios. Thoughts and sentiments. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I don't want them niggas coming after me, man. I got enough issues. <laughs> I'm telling you, me too. You know, you know, the original chopper community, they the government actually shut us down. You know, they created a law just for us. We had a training compound and and. Uh, Welcome Merlin, and that zone they rezoned it, um, just for us. So they make created a new law where we couldn't shoot on the property anymore, cause it was a it was a private range. Yeah, they they it was too many black folks. We had thousands of black men and women and children training together as a unit, and they shut it down. Yo, uh. I've interviewed Grandmaster Jay a few times before he uh free that man. Yeah, man, he, for he, real. He got arrested. Yeah. And he was telling me about uh when they uh did the march and I forgot what he exactly called it, but it, he don't call it a march. Uh but on Stone Mountain in Georgia. Yeah. And how they it was more niggas with guns there than the actual police. Ooh. Yep. And because, you know, apparently they weren't supposed to be there, but the police were not in a position to really do anything about it because they were scared. Yeah, absolutely. Trust me that, that we we are already fear, you know, and you are you almost and, and we trained. Oh, we they, they get they get afraid, you know, and in 1968, you know, the Black Panthers walked up to the California Capitol with shotguns. You know, and, and we started, you know, uh, you know, watching the police officers pull people over and just kind of, you know, really started standing up mm-hmm. and arming ourselves. 1969, Gun Control Act came about, you know. So they literally created gun control for black people because we started arming ourselves. Yeah. And this is a fact. You guys, anybody can just, this is public information. You could just Google it. And what is, what is Mark Chopper talking about? No, this is, this is a fact. <laughs> and, and I'm sorry, but shout out to uh, P Chopper. Yes, absolutely. A true power couple. I like to see shit like that, man. What? Oh, it's P Chopper here. <laughs> yeah, P Chopper is in the building. P Chopper in the building. What's up, my yeah. brother? Um, And I'm not going to take too much of your time up, bro. I know you got shit to do, man. Um, is there any- good, man. I'm good. Yeah, All right. Good, um, who's who? Who in the community outside of Black Rambo do you look to for advice? For advice, or mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I don't really talk to people uh, about about getting advice from. Maybe if I, maybe I'll, you know, if I'm getting pointers or something like that, or just watching them. Well, same thing to me. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a tough question. I w- I would say, um, man, you are gonna have me start naming people and stuff. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, man, that's a that's a that's a tough question. I I would say, um. A couple people that I watch, 
Um, of course, Rambo. Um, Mars Torre. I don't know if you um uh, familiar yeah. with Mars Torre. I am. Um, he got the Black Guns Matter. Um, of course, uh, oh, I'm trying to remember his name. I literally watch him a lot. I can't think of his name, man. I, I, I watch I watch all of them. You know, I, if you're a black 2A, and not only black 2A, I don't want to, you know, just say that. And when, when you say 2A, what do you mean? Second Amendment. Okay. Yeah. Well, Second Amendment. Us, 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 us post-stupid people don't know all that, bro. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, 2A is the Second Amendment. You know, people that, you know, advocate for the our Second Amendment. Our rights to bear arms. So, yeah. Is there? Should do you think that there should be like a? Uh, let's say you caught a felony in 1990. Yeah. Do you think that there should be a time lapse on that where you can go back to reclaiming your, you know, without having to get it expunged or whatever? But let's say after 25 years, if you keep your nose clean, you you can get your firearm privileges back. Yeah, or I mean, should, they, they, should they be taken is. at all? There is, yeah, no, there no, there is a um, a lot of people don't know. You know, we we got to educate ourselves because there is in every state is different where you can get your gun rights back. Yeah, how, how do you? Well, how? Like, if if I'm in a DMV area, how do I go about doing that? You got to get it expunged. Um. Okay, so there's a couple ways in the DMV area. Um, we actually have a person that you can follow him on Instagram, Felon with Firearms. He mm-hmm. assists us with the process. And there's also lawyers you can talk to about selling it, you know, selling that record, then mm-hmm. applying for your gun uh gun rights back. So okay. and I know Virginia um is the easiest place after three years from and you could it could be a a violent felony, you know, you can apply to get your gun rights back and and you just got to prove that you've been a law-abiding citizen and you got, you know, some, um, you know, you've been out of trouble. What if I move? What if I catch a felony? I don't know if you know this, but what if I catch a felony? Like, I live in Ohio. I catch a felony in Ohio. I decide I'm moving to Virginia. Do I have mm-hmm. to go back to Ohio to get it reinstored, you know, restored? Or is it like Virginia, it's a whole new spot. I can just start there. Well, when people ask me questions like that, the first thing I do is direct them to lawyer. a lawyer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not, yeah, I'm not an expert, but I also I also have uh, people who are all experts, so I send them their information. Yeah, I'm interested to know about that. I'm I'm kind of curious as to how that works. Um, mm. I know a lot. I know a lot of motherfuckers that that, that caught felonies, and the shit just hangs over your head forever. Yeah, see, a lot of felons don't know that you can get your gun rights back. So you know, so. It, they just gotta educate themselves, and, and you be you know people are are fearful. People are scared that if they kind of rocking the boat, you know, mm-hmm. life has been going okay. You caught that felony, but you you've managed to kind of stay out the way and do your thing and be good. And it's like, okay, do I do I risk rocking the boat to get a gun, or do I just keep it pushing the way I've been going? I mean, you know, I have. Your your Second Amendment is 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 a God given right. To be honest, you know. So 
I would definitely, you know, do what I need to do if I was a convicted felon to to go through the process and get my, you know, get my um, gun rights back. I don't know if God is up there like, y'all niggas need guns. <laughs> you know, but it's, it's and then about, about, you know, having guns, but, you know, you have a right to protect your family, protect yeah. yourself. Yeah. Is it, that's a, that, is the burden ever too much? Like, you do a lot of shit for the community. You do a lot of shit that, that may not necessarily pay monetarily. Is that does that ever become too much for you? Um, I love I love doing it, you know. So when you love doing something, no, it doesn't come too much. Oh, I don't like people that much, bro. Shit, <laughs> <laughs> I do. Like I like I like having individual conversations, but to have to, you know. Deal with just a gazillion people that's different all the time. This is that that's a burden, bro. And uh, I I would, you know what? It's it's more so when it's the same people you're trying to help. Those are the ones that will try to crucify you. That's why it's like it's like we are our own worst enemy. You know, when I first started, like posting guns and stuff and, and you know I was getting crucified by black people why this nigga doing this shit what he, who he think he is they, they gonna arrest this nigga what's wrong with I you I get all that man they didn't <laughs> understand the bigger picture you know and I always say hey man go to one of them let's go to the white folk pages where the, when they shooting guns and they're they're training like they're training their children shooting deers and, and hogs you know at young ages I don't go say nothing over there, you know. So, and I understand because it's been such a stigma in our community. Yeah. And but it's time for them. It's time for black people to wake up, man. It's gotten a lot better over the last few years, though. Absolutely, uh, I think black woman has been the most. Uh, we're the most not weird, but they are the <laughs> the most uh, people who've been purchasing legal firearms. So that says a lot. Yeah, it does, man. I'm proud of, I'm proud of you, and I'm proud of you know just the whole community at large, man. I I just uh, you know, just just from on on the outside looking in, man. I I see the not only like it's the pictures are dope. Don't get me wrong, it's dope to yeah. see you out there with a gazillion guns and ain't no yeah. cops searching for you. That's yeah, phenomenal. Man. But like the pew pew party, when I see pictures of that shit, and I see all these shades of black. You know, legally, yeah, out there, you know, or this party, or this this teacher, or this instructor, or whomever, you know, doing something positive for the community, yeah, from a firearm perspective, which is something I didn't see as a kid. Yeah, yeah. Um. Oh man, when I first had Chopper Day, because you know Chopper Day is an event that I've been doing. It's an annual event. Mm -hmm. Uh, the first time I did it, oh my God, uh, before I did it, it was like, this is a bad, horrible idea. This is, uh, you can't have black people and guns in one spot. Uh, it was all kinds. I got so much backlash from other black folk. And, um, and this was about three years ago when I first had it. And it was thousands of black men and women and children 
with guns and we were shooting guns. We were having a great time. And that wasn't a peep of a, a disagreement. It wasn't an argument. It was a beautiful time. The most beautiful moment that I've witnessed. Like, so definitely uh, we, we didn't have that growing up, you know? No. no. I couldn't even, because, you know, there wasn't any, there wasn't any, we didn't have these kind of events, you know? I went to a Kentucky yeah. uh, machine gun shoot a few years ago, and it was 99.9 white folk. Me and Black Rambo went. We were the only black people there. And when I say there was tens of thousands of people, it was it was crazy. We were the only black people there. So I said, I want to do something like this. And I did it. And hmm. we had Child Day on my birthday. And it turned out so beautiful. And you know, of course, you know, I was I was super nervous, but I knew I had it had, I had to do this, you know. I knew it was going to make a, uh, it was going, it was going to make a statement to the world. Like, you know, the guns ain't the problem, you know, the black people and guns are not the problem. You know, we got other issues. We got, we got other issues, you know, that we're dealing with. And those issues need to be addressed, you know, like yeah. the lack of outlets, the, uh, the lack of, uh, you know, we got funding for for these you know um inner city kids and stuff where we don't have rec centers and we don't have uh trade centers and stuff where they can like pick up a hobby pick up a trade and we, we don't have nothing for them to do that's 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 intentional but that's that's a whole nother show yeah 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 you know, yeah i, 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 uh, I yeah. ain't start going down the whole <laughs> like yeah <laughs> Like no, they, all of that shit is intentional, you know. They know what they know exactly what they're doing. It's yeah, proving yeah, the work, yeah. and Absolutely. they just find di- different methodologies for the same old tricks. Yeah. Um. But on that note, man, I'm gonna wrap it up, man. I got to get out of here because I got to work in the morning, and if I don't eat, man, I'm I'm going to just just combust. Um. Is there anything if people want to get in touch with you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, if people want to get in touch with you, man, and want to reach out, matter of fact, and more importantly, if they want to donate, how they go about doing that? All right, they can um, follow my personal page on Instagram, Mark Chopper, M A R K C H O P P A. If they want to donate and kind of stay updated what we're doing at the Chopper community, follow the Chopper community on Instagram. It's at the T H E. Chopper C H O P P A community. Um, you can click the link in the bio and you can donate. Oh, there's actually a cash app on the Chopper community page. Um, if you don't have it to donate, spread the word. Let everybody know. Let the world know what we're doing and and just repost and 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 send it to your friends. Send it to, if you got anybody in the DMV area. Just let them know about it. Let them know they have a place where they can bring their children. Uh, to, to learn and and just to be educated and 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 ha- be in a family oriented environment that's without cool. being judged. Man, that's critical. Um, 
Yo, and I, I, I might have somebody, man, that, that, that like in, in in Detroit that would uh, they got an organization there that, that I think you guys would really work well together. Um, I keep you posted. Yeah, just yeah, just lengthy, man. Yeah, absolutely, okay. man. Uh, and I'm a, I'm gonna inbox you my number in case you need anything, bro. Like you, you don't have to like call me through Instagram. You can hit me up. Which, all right, all right. I, I, you know, I don't I don't Appreciate do that too that, often, man. man. But uh, yeah, whatever you need, bro, I got you. Thanks, brother. I really appreciate that. I do. No doubt, man. On that note, man, let me, I'm going to wrap it up and get up out of here, man. Um, God bless you, man. And keep doing what you're doing, bro. You're absolutely needed in the community. God bless you, man. Yeah, for sure. No doubt, keep man. keep getting us, keep giving us, a, you know, a voice, man. Continue to reach That's out right. to to these. Uh, y'all, y'all niggas got to actually, like, pick up. Yeah. <laughs> begging niggas for, for years and shit. <laughs> That's what I said. Uh, that's what I said. You were saying, why don't you reschedule? You know, and I'm like, <laughs> I, said, I, I didn't, I didn't stood them up. I said, I can't, I, you know, I can't do it. No, man, I'm, I'm going to be honest, man. It's, it's certain people, like, I've waited over a year for certain interviews. Yeah. You know, so it doesn't really bother me all that much. Like, my patience game with this, I know how the game goes. Yeah. You know? Um, and then people like to watch you too. They don't want to, you know, I don't have a lot of numbers, so yeah. I have to show them with consistency and consistency and quality. Yeah, for sure. So they have some, you know, I've had people watch me. I've been watching the last six months. You know, I said no, but I kind of like what you're doing. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead, you know, blase split. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, um, it is make it is. sure that you, um, whatever you're going to, Post, um, send it to me so I can repost it. So, I got you. you. Know my platform is your platform, brother. I got you. I appreciate that too, bro. Yeah. Um, on that note, man, peace. Y'all have a good one. Um, appreciate the uh, hospitality that 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 Eva and the fam has has extended to us to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, and if they need anything, tell them they can reach out to me as well. On that note, peace. Man, I will. Peace. I'll y'all have a good go. one. All right. Stay dangerous. No doubt. So, um. As always, you know, man, it's your talent that gets you on the show, but it's your story that makes you stand out, man. Uh definitely appreciate Mark Chopper for stopping by, having a conversation with, with an old man like myself. Y'all have a good one, man. Peace. <laughs>